What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And today we are going to discuss the giants of North America. So we've heard a lot about giants in other parts of the world, um, not necessarily so much in North America or America proper. And I wanted to discuss not only the giants, but also the Viking lore that comes along with these giants. And I did a little research, and I came across an episode of America Unearthed. And the host, Scott Walter, basically goes on an expedition to find more information about these giants, to find the actual bones that prove that these giants existed at one point. Now, the theory is is that a lot of these giants existed in Minnesota. Thus, you have the Minnesota Vikings named football team. Now, it seems silly because we think, okay, well, it's just a cartoon on a helmet, but there's actually a lot of history behind it. So let's kind of dive into that, and we can talk a little bit more about how it correlates with the team, also with what Scott actually found at this uh, grave site. So upon upon investigation, right, we, we just haven't heard a lot about Vikings uh, or giants, at least in America. But we have heard a lot about Vikings. And so Scott Walter, what he's done is he has looked for Viking paraphernalia, artifacts, swords, um, inscriptions on stones that date back to all the way back to um, the 1300s, uh, 1362, a whole decade before, or a whole century before Columbus reportedly came to America. So we know there's been people that have come to America way before Columbus. That being said, they found this stone in 2000 called the Kensington Rune Stone, uh, which has Norse inscriptions on it. Now, rune is a language and, and a set of symbols that are very similar to um, our alphabet. There's just fewer of them, so we have 26 and rune has less. But Rune is what the Vikings wrote in, and he located this Kensington uh, stone, Kensington Rune stone, um, in Minnesota. So 
he dedicated a lot of time trying to find more artifacts in Minnesota and possibly even bones. And what he was able to find is will blow your mind. So let's keep going. So <clears throat> what he did was after he found this rune stone, which has rune, uh, what looks like, you know, writing, hieroglyphics kind of style writing on it, um, he decided to continue. And he came across a man named Roger Saker, uh, who has a farm uh, north of the location where this Kensington runestone was located. So Scott went up to Roger's farm, and what Roger was able to find was an actual burial site for an, a Viking giant and two native girls. So this Viking giant, um, they measured out to be humongous. And I'll get to that in a moment. The reason Roger was able to find this giant in the first place, he was looking for gravel to finish off and repurpose his uh, foundation. He needed to, to lock it back in, so he was looking for an area to dig on his farm, and his farm is massive. And so he started to dig in this location, and when he started to dig, he hit bones. And so he actually dug up this giant's feet during this <laughs> gravel dig. And so all of a sudden he sees these huge bones in his dig, you know, pile of rocks, and he says, okay, well, i got to see what's going on down there. So he dug more, and... They called out the state archaeological team. They called out the Native American authorities to come and check this uh, location out. And what they measured this giant to be was between eight and a half to nine feet tall. They also had two Native American girls who were short. Uh, you know, probably I think they said in like the upper four foot, five foot range. Um, and so the two girls were buried near his feet in the fetal position. This giant was laying straight on his back. And another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24/7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. What happened was, as soon as this um, state archaeological team came out, their eyes got, you know, as wide as, you know, eight balls on a pool table. And they said, what the hell, are we, what is this? You know, they, they just couldn't figure it out. Um, and it just looked different than any other dig site they had seen. These bones were older, much older. Um, and they just couldn't put two and two together. The, the size didn't match the time period. And so they had estimated that, you know, these were multiple hundreds of years old um, and just couldn't figure it out. So the question remains, you know, is this an alien or is this a Viking giant, you know, just a human giant? I mean, do we even have anybody that's eight foot six, nine feet tall? Well, the tallest person ever recorded was born in Alton, Illinois, and died in Michigan. His name was Robert Wadlow, and he was known, at the, known as the Alton Giant. And he stood at a height of 8 foot 11 and weighed 490 pounds. So 
it just goes to you know ask you know what what we have one guy eight foot eleven. Not too many people get over the eight foot mark. You might have like a seven footer in the NBA, and that's tall, right? That's pretty really tall. But to get eight foot eleven, it's really really rare. This guy that was buried in Minnesota, the Giant, was eight and a half to nine feet tall, close to Robert Wadlow's height which is the tallest man ever recorded in Guinness Book of World Records. So, either there's a race of these tall, eight to eight and a half to nine foot tall guys, or that this guy just dug up one of the most unlikely digs of all time. So, what do you think? You know, was there more people than this? Well, what Scott Walter, the host of American Unearthed, pulled out was a document from 1888. It was a newspaper clipping, a newspaper article from the St. Paul paper, which stated that in a town not far away from Rogerstown, there was a dig and they found, they were digging up for a well and they found seven gigantic bodies that they dated to be prehistoric and uh, this was in Clearwater, Minnesota, and they decided it was a race of giants that were between seven and a half to eight and a half feet tall. So you had seven of seven of these bodies now, plus the one on Roger Sager's farm. So you have eight total bodies in a small geographical area that were able to be dug up. Now, when we unearth people, unearth bones, I mean, it's pretty rare, but there's tons of bones. There's been tons of people who've passed away, right? Well, how is it that we've been able to find now eight people in a small geographical area that were all over, well over the standard height for people during, you know, the 1300s, 1400s? You get the standard height during that time period was probably about five foot. So we've grown, you know, as we've we've adapted to, you know, evolved and, and gotten better food sources and things like that. We've grown, but to have multiple people that are eight feet now, now we're talking about, okay, are these just a group of people like the Vikings or are these actually aliens? It's a really big mystery, you know, and we know that aliens have been tinkering with our genetics for, you know, millennia, multiple millennia, um, and it just goes to show you that, you know, anything is possible. But what we do know is that there has been a massive amount of Viking lore in Minnesota, and it continues and persists to this very day, as we see with uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings football team, right? So if we look at, you know, a little bit of history here about why the Vikings were named that, um, you know, we, we look into uh, an article on CBS Minnesota that talks about um, some of their lore, um, that they date, they actually dated their designs back to the 1050 to 1080. So they replicated some of the Viking shields. Uh, they replicated those on the wall in the stadium's hallway. They replicated a Viking boat out in front. Um, <clears throat> and what is et etched into the side of the Viking ship is to honor your legacy and defend the North, which is the team's motto. And it came from a runic translation. And they state that runic is not quite a language, but they're letters, much like ours, only fewer. And 
the rune stones were vital to these Vikings in this area. Uh, they told stories in stone with an alphabet of just 16 letters, okay? So 10 less than us. Um, and obviously these were huge explorers. They came from Europe and they dominated many continents. Everywhere they went, they, they dominated, right? It, it was a legend that Vikings would drink from the skulls of their vanquished, right? Engraved on each stone would be the word skull, S-K-O-L. Uh, Viking legend claims that, of course, <laughs> they, they made drinking vessels out of their enemy's skulls, but in reality it states that there's, it's actually a Scandinavian word for toast. So you say skull when you're about to drink. Um, so that's kind of interesting. It actually means a bowl more than it means skull. Um, so getting back to Scott Walter on America on Earth's episode, um, they actually found more evidence of these large giants or Vikings, whatever they are, in that area. They actually found a sword as well, predating um, in, the, in the 1300s. Um, it was a sword that was approximately three feet long, <clears throat> um, so a smaller sword, not like a five-foot sword or any anything like a lightsaber or anything like that, but it had intricate designs. It had a spun-woven handle. Um, it also had a ornament in the middle of the hilt, um, possibly indicating their uh, clan or, you know, whoever they belong to. Um, and that was also located near Scott Saker's farm. So now we're, we're, we're gathering all this evidence up for a, a large, giant population in Minnesota. So, you know, it, it could be interpreted or interpreted in many different ways. However, at the end of the day, these are giants, no matter which way you look at it, if they're human or not, if they're our ancestors or not. And the question, you know, goes, if these giants were that tall, right, eight, eight, six to nine feet tall, possibly even taller, the question remains, where is their progeny? You know, where is their, where are their children? Because we should have a bunch of eight and a half to nine foot tall people walking around, but we don't. We have basketball players that are pretty tall, you know, six, seven, maybe six, ten, but nowhere near eight and a half, nine feet tall, or maybe even taller. Um, so the question remains, where did these people go? Were the Vikings or these giants killed off before they could have children? If they were such a dominant species, they would have had children. They would have had children in many locations. Wherever they dominated, wherever they go, they would have left behind huge children behind them in their wake. If you, see, if you look at genetics, I've, I've looked at genetics and I've seen what tall men and, and shorter women, their children, you would think, okay, it would be a, it's supposed to be a mix in between that, right? But typically, it's a tall individual that is, it is the child of a tall man and a, and a shorter woman. So we should still have these very tall individuals walking the earth, but they're not. So were they all killed off? Did they leave Earth? Where did they go? It really is a mystery. And I love Viking lore. I love Viking legend. Um, it's, it's a fascinating subject. 
they were pretty brutal, you know, according to history. Um, there's even a television show called Vikings. Uh, so it's, it's a fascinating um, culture, and it's made its way even continuing to this very day into our own football culture. So who are these people? Where'd they go? We don't know. But we continue to search for the answers. But needless to say, we do have giants in America. So don't let anyone fool you. Don't look at the pictures and say, oh, that can't be true, because it can be. And it is. And we have testimony now. We have proof, and you can look it up. So where do we go from here? We continue to search for the truth, and that's what we do. So thanks for joining me on this journey. Thanks for joining me on this path. Uh, it's been entertaining, educational. Um, apparently, if you ever get a chance, maybe we should go do a dig in Minnesota. So anyway, hopefully you guys are taking care of your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, taking care of your friends and family, focusing on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and always continuing to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.